Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your Acme slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station Podcast begins now. that zombie voice working out for you uh, is it zombie voice or is it i've been sick all week that's, voice that's been i've been sick all week voice mm, that's the the phlegm in the old throat voice oh yeah it's been it's been glorious yeah yeah you're feeling better though i am feeling see it's, i it's, can tell you're like, feeling it's, better it's this it's it's the mm-hmm. it's the nasal stuff like i don't have any like my chest is fine mm-hmm. not getting any headaches I have an appetite. It's just sinus. Yeah, that's the worst. We've had some weird weather around here lately. So I'm sure that there were allergens blown in from the four corners that are just blowing up your sinuses right now. Yeah, it also doesn't help that they've been changing the roofs. Oh, yeah, they've been changing the roofs in our apartments, which is, I'm sure, kicking up all kinds kinds of of ancient and funky pollens. Oh, yeah, like like, when when was this... uh apartment complex built in the 80s so it's probably stuff that's been trapped since reagan was president <laughs> so all that good stuff mm. but anyway welcome to the animation station podcast yeah episode 12 episode 12 my Ooh. name is josh i'm gavin and i'm a little it, sick he's so a little sick but i'm gonna we'll, try i'm gonna soldier try on. i'm gonna try not to cough <laughs> It's cough away it's from hard. the mic. Yeah, and if I have to blow my nose, we'll do a sneak. We'll do a sneak. Well, Sick. we can. Still we can. Still can't talk. We can pause and you can edit. Yay! Yay! So Spooktober number three. Yep. Yeah. First off, Gavin, do you but, have any wonderful news for us today? I do actually. I, in case you guys didn't know, this last week, the most famous cartoon character of all time. What? Yep. Got himself his own Instagram account. Snoopy. So everybody go follow Bugs Bunny. none other than Mickey Mouse uh, on Instagram. Is it the cool new Mickey? It is. Yeah, I, 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 see, think, here, here, I, I think they're kind of going to give a lot of Mickey, so we're going to see old and new. And But right now, a lot of it is, is the new Mickey, which I really dig. It's this, super stylized and cool. This may be, sound you know weird coming from josh the disney fan but <laughs> i never liked mickey mouse really but i like this new mickey mouse not like in the, any I, of the versions of mickey no, along not, the way not like really the brave little taylor you didn't like that cartoon i don't know what that is ah oh, josh I, I, like, Kane, you I, hurt the, me that, that the newer-esque mickey like the 2000s mickey you know yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that one but like the old one when it's like donald and goofy and yeah, uh, the classics. The classics. I, I, I didn't like that. I was like, yeah, yeah. whatever. 
but this bad. new Mickey, this new Mickey looks like hip and cool, like Jared Mariama type. Yeah, you know, it's really mouse. cool and stylized and cute, and uh, I do like them a lot. I, I think it's neat that you can take such an iconic character and re-envision him in different eras throughout the years. You know, yeah. those original cartoons from the black and white animation days, you know, the early days of animation sound with stuff like Steamboat Willie. I mean, it's almost like it's a totally different character now. You know, it's it's so far removed from that. But it is the same character, and it's just kind of an evolution of that character. And it touches people of all ages. And like I said, he's the most famous cartoon character. One of the most iconic things in the world ever, really, is Mickey Mouse. I can agree to that. Yeah. So that's my news. Nice. You got any news? Um... Not really. No news, huh? Um, I mean, well, we do have the the Hotel Transylvania news. Oh yeah, that we announced that. Uh, we posted that on our Instagram account. Yeah, we, we broke this the week. story. Woo! It was all we us. broke it to the world. No, not us, but uh, we helped perpetuate the story for sure. Um, shortly after they announced it, that uh, it's coming to the Disney Channel, which I find really interesting since it's not a Disney property. Well, I did a little bit of digging on that, yeah. and Disney does distribute for other studios sure. internationally, like a lot of the like Dream... all the Studio Ghibli stuff. Yeah, like and all the uh, like the a lot of the DreamWorks animation stuff. I mean, not animated, like the DreamWorks live action stuff that is distributed through Disney. Really? Yeah. Is it distributed through Buena Vista Pictures? Um, that I'm not 100 percent sure on. It's, okay. It's, well, it's through no, that's no, their it's, it's not own Vista. distribution. It's, it's like the Disney Internet, like the Disney International, like they have their own like huh. specific thing that they distribute out of. I can't. I'm not 100 percent cool. sure what the name of it was again. But yeah, it was like they have their whole entire like department that just does that. Yeah, I'm sure. I so. did not know that, but I'm not surprised because Disney is a global conglomerate of mega companies and yeah. it has its which, fingers in every pie which kind of makes sense have you ever done like a google search and nope. <laughs> have you ever done a bing search where, absolutely uh, not have you ever asked jeeves if he could every pull day up, if he could pull up a picture like say you're trying to find a picture of a specific you know cartoon or movie yeah and it say it's not disney but you'll find like an image shirt search and it'll have like the little disney logo like it would play on like the Disney Channel. Oh, have you ever seen you know something I random like maybe that? Seen and you're that. like, what's up with that? Like yeah. a Harry Potter or something like that's not through mm-hmm. like uh, ABC Warner Family. Brothers. Well, again, that's well, it well because like that used to be on ABC Family. What did? Like the like they would play those Harry Potter movies a lot on ABC Family. Oh and well, ABC, I think that's different. But when you're yeah, but see, well, that's the thing though. Playing like, ABC, a movie in syndication. ABC is Disney. Yeah, right. I know, I know, but what I'm saying is that's different than, you know, Disney wasn't the distribution for DVD sales of Harry Potter. They just had bought the license to syndicate. Well, yeah, that, 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 that's, the movie what, that's what I'm talking about. Like, because like this isn't, you know, this is just syndication rights mm-hmm. for you know Hotel Transylvania. So like they had the ho- the syndication rights for Harry Potter. So hmm. same type of thing going on. That's really interesting. Yeah. I, I, I'm fascinated by that. But about the images for the show, I think it looks super cute. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look like 
I, well, see, here's the thing. I'm not. A, I, I don't think it's going to be that. You know, 3D ish. I mean, it looks like 2D, 2D, yeah, Yeah. and it's going to be really stylized. It reminds me of, you know, there's a trend in contemporary animation when it's a 3D movie. In the credits, they do a really stylized 2D version of the characters, and they do it, you know, all cool and like, yeah, and like Kung Fu Panda has a great sequence at the end. It's amazing. Uh, But yeah, I mean, they did it in the movie we're going to talk about tonight. They did a cool 2D rendition of the characters that's um, stylized and and punchy and awesome and it, and it looks like they're going to do a show kind of in that in that vein yeah. and i i find that really fun and exciting yes because i i think there's a lack of 2d animation in the world there well, needs to be more it's called the disney channel that's where all your 2d and cartoon network uh, i don't have tv and, well see that's your problem bro yeah that is my problem bro yeah I, and that's another thing like you can't like Disney XD is kind of one of those weird ones where you can get the app and you can watch everything, but you have to have like service. TV, yeah, you yeah. have to pay for a TV service. Which is stupid. Yeah, one day the regular people will have their way and TV will be a la carte, and you can just pay for what you want to watch. That would be awesome. Yeah. Anyway, you ready to get into this uh, movie that we just watched? Let's go ahead and talk about it. This is going to be. Week three of Spooktober. Yes, and it's been a great month so far. Uh, most of this stuff is stuff that Josh has not seen. So it's exciting on that level to get to reveal all these movies to him. This is one such case, and it is from 2012 from one of our favorite studios, Leica. And Oof. we're going to be talking about the movie Paranorman. Real quick, before before we go into this, do you okay. think Laika will ever do like a movie about Laika, the poor little Cosmo dog? <laughs> oh, oh, the actual dog. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like a bio- an autobiographical piece. Uh, I could see it happening. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, why not? Really, well, uh, the only reason I mention it is because there is an episode of Space Dandy, which yeah. is the same. Uh, you know, director who did uh, Cowboy Bebop. Right. And they actually do an episode about, like, they crash land on this, like, junk planet where all this junk from, you know, like, Earth and, like, all these other places is just, like, crashed and just kind of gathered. Mm-hmm. And like is there. <laughs> and it's just nice. like, how are you here? You know, it's it's really kind of cool. It's, and it's really, you know, it's sweet. It's, you know, touching and right. makes me cry. Because I'm like, because doggy dies spoilers for something that came out like two years ago but like (laughs) the doggy dies and it's it's really sad but it's really good like because i'm like oh yeah like yeah that's really good that's that's good guys i mean i wouldn't put it past them they're they're very creative and you know they i mean pay homage to a lot of things in all of their pieces so i mean they might do something based on their namesake. I that don't know. That would be nifty. That would be nifty. Is that where they got the name? I, I don't know where they well, I mean, came like, up with if, the name if, Laika. If you look at it, like uh, they had, they do a lot of stuff in red. And yeah. like, they had that like red star. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and Laika was a Cosmopup so, <laughs> for the USSR. So. <laughs> Cosmopup. Yeah. I like that. Probably yeah, that's not, true. Not hmm. Interesting. If anybody knows the answer to that, let us know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume they're big fans of the USSR. Yes. <laughs> anyway, 
Paranorman, two thousand twelve. Can't laugh. I start to cough. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll not be my usual hilarious self then. So, like, Wait, hold uh, on. can we try that once? <laughs> so, like, I spent three years making this movie, uh, which I think is pretty fast for a stop motion animated piece. It seems like well, there's a lot from, of digital elements in this. Well, movie. as far as effects and things like yeah. that, but I mean. You know, a full cast of characters, all stop motion, huge sets that they built and, you know, filmed around. I, I, I just I'm impressed that it was only three years in production. Now, there may be some sort of timeline of pre-production tied to that. I don't know. But three years is what's listed. And I think that's impressive. One of the things that sped up that production is they put into use for the very first time the usage of 3d color printing for like all of the different heads for all the different models so typically in stop-motion animation one of the jobs is they have like a, a model shop that creates all the different heads for a character with all the different facial expressions and shapes of the mouth to make all the different words that they're saying and and eyes at you know expressing different emotions and things like that so they come up with hundreds and hundreds of heads for all their characters so that they can change them out mm -hmm. and that's what makes the you know the illusion of life well they utilized and leveraged the fairly new technology of 3d printing in this movie they had used it in Coraline but they were only using black and white printers at that point in Paranorman they upped it a notch and used color 3d printing to create like every face that Norman makes in the movie and that speeds up production because you don't have to hand make each one of those so I think that's probably why the timeline was so short but I found that really fascinating and I once I found that out watching it since then you can kind of see that texture on the faces especially you can see kind of a it's like a matted almost grainy texture that's different than you know what we see with silicone or or um, like uh, clay or any of those you know products that we think of as traditional stop-motion materials you know in some like Ardman animation you can even see fingerprints and thumbprints in it you know because it's really you know hands-on work but in this it just had a very not, I don't want to say manufactured look, but the, the material, you know, the skin itself looked like it was uh, a different texture than you would expect. And yeah. so it, it lends itself a, a very different quality, and I, and I think it works for this movie. I think the, the look of it, I don't know, it just it comes off perfectly for me. And we'll talk about that in a minute. I just want to talk a little bit more about the background of this movie. So... It was also nominated that year for Best Animated Feature. And 2012 was a stout year for feature animation. The last movie we talked about, Hotel Transylvania, also came out in 2012. But it was not amongst the movies nominated for the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. What Paranorman was up against was Wreck-It Ralph, the Pirates, Band of Misfits, which is Ardman Animation, yeah. the people that did Wallace and Gromit. Frankenweenie, the Tim Burton stop-motion hit, 
which you haven't seen that either, no. right? Uh, oh, it's it so was either good. it was it was either this or Frank and Weenie. Yeah, uh, man, it's so good. But I didn't want to overwhelm you with Tim Burton. And then it was also up against Pixar's Brave. So those five movies can, can I get, all can in I the same who, can I guess who year. Won? Yeah, guess. Uh, I'm gonna go Wreck It Ralph. You are wrong. Oh. You were on this podcast's much belittled Brave. That's the one that oh. won. Yeah. See, everybody on this podcast except for me has belittled it. Everybody that's commented, everybody that's wrote in. You know what it was? It, you know what it was? What? It was those magic cupcakes. It was. Mm-hmm. Those those magical tarts. Those magical tarts. Yeah. No, it's because it's amazing. It's because it's beautiful animation. Anyway, uh, uh, Paranorman uh, was yeah. up against stiff competition that year. Any of those other ones could have won. Yeah. Even Frank and Weenie, which I haven't seen, could have beat Whatever. that brave. They, they, it was a fantastic year for animation, and I remember it well because I saw all of those in the theater, and I was loving it. All right, one last thing I wanted to mention about the movie. Shoot. It's an interesting little fact, and that is that it actually contains the very first openly gay character in a mainstream animated film domestically, and I think that is a very interesting fact, and... I don't think it should be a detractor for this movie in any way, shape, or form. No. And I'm surprised that it kind of became so controversial, even though it is not even revealed that this character is gay until the very last line of the movie, uh, at least for this character. I think there was two other lines after that. But basically, the mic drop at the end of this film is, you know, he mentions his boyfriend, and that's it. Anyway, it happened, and it didn't affect the film in any way for me except that i was interested to hear many gasps in the theater as i watched it um back in 2012 anyway i think that's an interesting fact that it is and i believe it's still the only character um of a similar ilk in the world of mainstream animation well i mean if if we go to storks we do have the uh there was a uh there was a lesbian couple and a gay couple that received babies. Yes. Which, honestly, probably my favorite couple. Like, when they're doing that montage, mm-hmm. and then you see the, the two lesbian parents holding their baby, mm-hmm. that one I was like, wow. <laughs> that, that one actually got to me. It's really Because, like, like, she's holding, like, uh, her partner and the baby, like, Christmas just came. Right. Like, this is like the best thing that's ever happened yeah. to. And that was just like, got me, yeah, got me, really in, the chest. Got me in the chest right there. I agree. I agree. Anyway, kudos to Lyco for hopefully starting a trend of being just open about everyday people. Job well done. Yeah. So, we just finished watching it. I am on record as loving this movie. I want to know what Josh Kane thinks of Paranorman. It was all right. All right. It's all right. Come on now. You got to give I me mean, more than that. Okay. Here's 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 my thing with this movie. I want to know what was up with Paranorm with uh, Norman's eyes because his you were the obsessed only eyes. with his eyes. Well, like once I found it, and I noticed that none of the other characters except his uncle had it. It like bugged me the whole entire movie. Like the he's like the only like they're the with only with like well, I don't know like like 
pentagram eyes or whatever. Like their no, eyes have little. They just no. had a couple of corners in them, aside from the standard. No, they didn't have two just corners. corners. On there was like side. boom, 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 boom. Like their eyes were completely I know. different. I think you were looking and way too much into it. And then everybody else's eyes were circles. Mm, not really Cause, circles. Cause he, they they were circles, dude. They were circles. Mm, and they were eye shapes. and another thing I noticed, if you look. Just, just wait. Just you go back and look. Okay. The right eye is bigger than the left eye, like the pupil and the iris. So I mean, it's bigger in the right eye than the left eye. Right, in Paranorman. No, in all of them. In every single in character. The, in the characters, yes. Well, if you look, that's a consistent design package. Then. I guess. I th- I thought they were gonna. I mean, that that I'm totally fine with, but. <laughs> Whole, so this movie is all eyes. right because you didn't like everybody's eyes. Well, no, I, I thought it went on way too long. How long is this movie? It's like 90 minutes. Is that all? Yeah. It seemed like two Are you and a serious? half hours. It was a really long it's movie. It's such a great adventure, though. I, it's an all right adventure. I mean, Man. if it's, you know, not like... Here's, here's the thing. It's kind of cookie cutter. I mean, there's a lot of... And I've seen Classic. it before. I like movies that I haven't seen before. Yeah, there, there's not a lot of new ground broken as far as horror movies Sorry for sniffing and in the mic. you know scary movies of that ilk. But there are very few movies like that in the world of animation, and I thought that they did a great job of spoofing a lot of such movies and paying homage to such movies and. For me, it was really just fun to kind of revel in that genre while watching it. And I feel like that's what they were doing the whole time. It, it, I said this while we were watching it. There's several scenes that have that really cool retro feel with the lighting and the textures and the cars and the bike oh, that he rides that you know, it reminded me, or when I saw Stranger Things, a lot of the scenes in that reminded me of Paranorman because it kind of has that cool 80s kids adventure, semi-spooky kind of movie feel to it. And I don't know, maybe it's because of my age. I get really nostalgic about that kind of stuff and it plays really well with me. Well, see, here's the thing. There's nothing like this movie looks phenomenal. I'm not uh, dissing. I'm not stunning. dissing anything about the animation, anything like that of this movie. I didn't like the story, and okay. if the story falls flat, it's gonna impact the overall movie for me. Mm-hmm. Like, th- like this movie, great. If they would give me an, a good story to go with it, it would have been fantastic. But I didn't get that good story. So was it just that you felt like it was nothing new in yeah. the story? Like when we were. Th- probably when he once he got the book mm-hmm. i was like okay I, I i get the gist of where this is going and then it just took forever to get to that point mm-hmm. but then when we got there i did like the whole you know uh like the little girl mm-hmm. i kind of was seeing something like that coming right where it's not going to be like this old crone lady yeah because like the the one girl at the very beginning is just like well how come we're dressed like this which yeah. don't look like I had a feeling that that's kind of where we were going to go. And then we go with the little girl. And I was like, oh, quit. And like, I ship them together. Like, Why don't you guys go off and be a couple? That'd be great. Um, which, no love story in this. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the seeds of a future 
afterlife romance. Maybe when Norman dies. Okay, so we gotta can, we gotta uh, wait like hopefully ninety he years. He could get for hit by a happen. school bus next week. We don't know. Well, that's fun. Well, um, but yeah, I mean, when, when we got when we got to the end, I thought that bit was really cool. Like the whole mm-hmm. bite sequence, everything's like t- like crumbling. Um, he's jumping from like floating mass to floating mass. Yeah, her cool. like light, her uh, her like on electrified bit when like her faces are kind of like yeah. coming all over. But that was really cool. Like I said, like visually this movie is stunning. But I'm trying not to say beautiful anymore because I say that a lot <laughs> and fantastic. So it's 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 gorgeous and it's stunning. But the story fell flat. Okay, that's the only problem. For yeah. me. Like all the background stuff, there's little jokes hidden throughout here oh, yeah. in the movie all that the I think are great. Like uh, I pointed out when he was, uh, oh yeah, what the heck is up with the name of their, I mean, their town? It's like, I Life. can't remember. Uh, it's like, it's a great place to hang. And it's like, <laughs> a, it's a witch hanging. It's like Bluff, Bluff Hollow or whatever. Bluff Hollow. Hollow. It's like, yeah. what the heck, guys? It's <laughs> literally a witch being. Well, I mean, we all know that there are many towns in the New England area that capitalize on tourism based on the... Are we doing this like New England or are we going to make this the Pacific Northwest? Well, remember, I I thought that to me it felt more like Oregon, but remember when he does the... He's in the flashback of the actual trial, the judge says in this state of Massachusetts. So we know it's in Massachusetts, yeah. But... um. Yeah, like when he goes into his uncle's house, there's a book on there that's like um, interior design or whatever. Yeah, it was like uh, something like, what uh, was it? Something, something furnishings. Yeah, it's decorative furnishings. Decorative furnishings. It's so I mean, ridiculous. It's just a giant rat hole. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's like stuff like that in that poster. Uh, all of the posters poster. in Norman's room, but that one of the ladies screaming lady, bloody like murder mondo, mondo zombie mondo zombie it's so Dude, you need good to make that because i should i, I wonder I, like, if i can get a, a good big, image a of big, it a big huge one yeah that, that would be, be cool so cool that would be cool and i like his like his curved room i always wanted a curved room like that yeah how the wall like how the curves wall into curves the ceiling in. and it's yeah, covered it's, in posters and he has that cool it goes up it's, it's totally rounded amazing. it's so nifty yeah yeah like i said movie i mean the visuals great yeah I have I agree. no complaints with that. Just a story falls flat for me. Okay. That's why. Not my favorite Leica, not my least favorite Leica, but not my favorite Leica. So I mean, there's only so many, so I know which ones which. Anyway, uh, yeah. the uh, well, let me talk about the visuals for a little bit. I like the character design in this movie. I don't absolutely love it. I have some issues with it like you do i don't have weird issues like the eye shapes don't make sense but i feel like there are some inconsistencies with the character design however i do like a lot of the character design i love norman's design i think he's spectacular it's weird norman looks like the best out of all of them well that would kind of stand to reason because he's the focal point of the movie kind of like kubo like Kubo yeah. is the best human 
out of all the other humans. That's true. I it's Monkey, one of those, Monkey's like, the best looking character in that movie, oh, well, though. Well, yeah. So cool. <laughs> but, I mean, we don't have a monkey in this. That's true. So I do like his little buddy, and I do like Mitch. I, I think they're really good designs as well. And I love his uncle's design, the character that John Goodman played. Oh, I, yeah. I can't remember his name or if he's even named in the movie. But uncle. I, I think he his design is great. But, you know, the mom is a little – the mom and the dad are both a little bit, I don't know, out of sync with the rest of the design element of that movie, I feel like. And so there's a couple things like that that I'm, I'm so-so on. But when we get to the environments, the settings, the backgrounds, the rooms, interior, the exteriors of buildings – I am in love with how this movie looks. I absolutely adore the set design that went into this movie. It's so detailed. It's so thoughtful and so wonderfully executed that it comes alive. Every single scene has a palpable, beautiful life to it. And I feel like it I feel like I'm convinced that it's a lived in place, that it's somewhere that yeah. actually exists and grows and crumbles and evolves. I, I, I'm blown away by it. I think it's probably my favorite set design of any stop motion movie ever. I, I just really love it. And the other thing that I think is spectacular in this movie is the lighting. They do all kinds of different lighting in this movie, especially really cool, low angle, like late evening lighting with different tonal values coming across their scenes that just make this warm and delicious eye candy. I can't say enough about the design work in this movie. Yeah, like, so I, said, like I said, visually there's nothing wrong with this movie Yeah, other than the eyes. Oh my gosh, even the eyes. Um, <laughs> well, now, what did you think about the story? I like the story. Like I said before, to me it's just uh, the story is kind of a nostalgia piece. You know, I, I agree that there's not a whole lot of new ground broken as far as the concept of the story. But it's pretty traditional in that genre. And in that way, it's also very nostalgic. And I just kind of dug it i like having that sort of i don't know pastiche that you can just kind of settle back into because it's all familiar and you know it and for me i can just sit back and relax and enjoy the beautiful artwork and that's enough for me a lot of the time i didn't think it was a bad story at all i agree with you that it's not new but you know i, I kind of like the story what did you think about the CG elements in this, some of the effects that they brought in with um, 3D animation. I thought they were good. Like I said, like that whole bit with, um, oh, what is her name? The witch. Uh, Aggie. Aggie. Um, is it whole, Agnes? Agnes. Agnes. He called her Pendergrass Aggie. or something like that. Um, that whole bit with her, you know, with electrified and everything like that, I thought mm -hmm. that was fantastic. And when she's all green and purple smoke mm -hmm. or cloud, whatever it is. I, I, the cloud, the cloud was pretty cool. Um, I thought, like, I made the joke. He was like, "It's really cool. They can stop motion those clouds." <laughs> um, but yeah, 
Leica is all powerful. <laughs> it's like, hold on, get him to touch that little cloud just a little bit. Um, yeah, like I can't really complain anything about the CG. Just the main thing that I I love was it like, and the really only thing that I paid any attention to was the whole lightning bit. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Yeah, I thought that was really cool too. Uh, well, fun fact, I was pulling up, uh, I've got IMDb up here, and uh, yeah. the voice of Aggie also plays the little sisters in uh, Bioshock, so you don't oh, know, you won't know yeah, anything about that. Awesome, but yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and rate this movie. You want to go first, or you want me to go first? You always make me go first, so, because your yours is more important. No, it's um, not. We have equal say on this show, even though you're wrong most of the time. Yeah. Um, out of five Dipper Pines. Dipper again. Uh, yeah, he's, he's my new Jiminy. I like it. You know. Hey, stay true. Um, out of Dipper Pines, I'm going to give this a three. A three? A I'm three. surprised it's that high. With Well, your... the, only, the only thing that makes it a three is the visuals. Yeah, which are Yeah, otherwise it would have been two. Okay. Like, if this, if this would have looked like Coraline... This would have been a two. Okay. Maybe a one. Whoa. If this was, if this looked like Coraline and the story was the same, maybe one or two. Probably one point five. Okay. But just because the visual visuals on this one, it's a three. Got it. That's high praise then for the visuals. It's high praise. It's high praise. So I am going to rate this out of five Jiminy Crickets. I'm giving this a four point five. You only gave it that point five because I had my fingers up in a four, didn't you? No, 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 no. Uh, I only gave it a four point five because five is reserved for a very few, very special films. This is very close, but it's actually not even my favorite Leica movie. So there's that. Um, but I, I, like I said already, I visually I think this movie is stunning. I like the story. I feel like it is um, an, an amazing example of how much you can do with stop-motion animation. So, way to go, Laika. Uh, yeah, like you said, like, the movie's good. I mean, I won't buy it, but I'll watch it if oh, it's on. Good. I'll okay. watch it. I maybe mean, I'll play it again for you someday. Maybe. <laughs> and maybe, you know, when I'm old and senile and I forget, you know, how movies go. <laughs> Have I seen this before? Oh, look at this. This is some sort of good movie here. (laughs) Okay. Well, Gavin, what do you say we go into our top five? Let's do it. All righty. Top five. And now for another top five. What are we doing this week on the top five, Josh Kane? We are doing our top five animated monsters. Yes. Which, again... It was difficult, wasn't it? It was difficult, yes, This is one of the harder ones I've had, too. And when we came up with it, I thought, oh, yeah, we can come up with a thousand different things for this. But, no, it was pretty challenging, actually. Yeah, I mean, if you do if you do a Ask Jeeves, you know, mon- like, monster, like animated monsters, it's all Monsters, Inc. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, that's the monsters, thing. Inc. It's like monsters you've got University Monsters, Inc., Inc. And then you've got, like, Nightmare Before Christmas. But you don't want to pick a top five of all from just two movies. Yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah. So I spread mine out. Um, hopefully you did, too. 
Yeah. Who's going first this week, Josh? Um, let's go ahead and you go first. I'll go you first. You go first. Okay. Is that because you're still thinking of your top five? Oh, I got I got my top five. <laughs> it took a while, but I got yeah. my top five. Right, I, cool. I didn't finish. Like when you went out to go get drinky drinks yeah. today, mm-hmm. I wrote my last one in. Oh, okay. That's how long it took me. Nice. All right. Well, my number five top animated monsters is... Dr. Cockroach from Monsters vs. Aliens. What the hell? Have you sure. seen that movie? No. Oh, it's so great. It's it's a DreamWorks animated film. It's a comedy. Is that the one where the chick gets really, really big? Yes, okay. it's that one. And it is it's very unique. It's a standalone kind of movie. There's I love it. Blob. Anyway, yeah. Uh, his name's Bob. And uh, I believe it's Seth Rogen is his voice Car- actor. But Dr. Cockroach is uh, voiced by Hugh Laurie, who is one of my all-time okay. favorite people. And I just – I love his character. I like a lot of the characters in that movie, and it's on my list of things that I feel like we should probably watch one day and talk about on this podcast. But Dr. Cockroach, go. Nicely done. Thank you. Okay, for my number five, I'm going to go back a little ways to the 90s. And we're going to go to Batman the Animated Series. They have monsters? We're going to go Clayface. He's a monster? I would assume he's a monster. Oh, okay. I I don't know Clayface. He's basically like made of clay now. And the only reason he made my list was because of the episode in season four mm-hmm. of the animated series when Tim Drake, the best of the Robins. Oh, agreed. You don't even know who that is. <laughs> the best of the Sorry, Robin, Chris O'Donnell. Robins. Chris, you broke me. Sorry, go. You broke me. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tim Drake is like the best. Oh, Robin. Okay. I've said this multiple times in this sentence. But <laughs> in this run-on in sentence, this run-on, in this random hodgepodge of thought, um, but basically he meets this little girl, and you know they kind of you know start to you know like each other, like you do. Sure. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it turns out that Clayface got injured in a fight with Batman and broke part of himself off because he's basically clay; he can turn into whatever he wants. Uh-huh. Broke part of himself to kind of go scout. But she got too far and kind of became sentient on her own. So this little girl, I think her name is Annie, becomes, you know, sentient. But Clayface is trying to get her back, but she obviously doesn't want to go back because she's, you know, alive now. Mm-hmm. And Tim's trying to, you know, keep her from, you know, going back to Clayface, you know, protecting her and everything. Yeah. In the end, she sacrifices herself and, you know, gets absorbed back into Clayface. Yeah, Weird. and Tim at the very end is like, I hope they put him away from murder, because you know, basically, yeah, it's yeah. it's a it's a it's a tough tearjerker episode. That's the <laughs> only reason he made my list, because he's a monster. He killed yeah. that little girl and took away Tim Drake's maybe first love. All right. Other than uh, Stephanie. Brown. I honestly did not Angela. expect you to bring any Batman characters to this discussion. Dude, you know how hard this was for me. This was extremely hard. You took demons out. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't know. Demons and... You, t- you took demons out, which yeah. means ha- like pretty much all anime is now gone. 
Yeah, for that's me. true. That's true. Maybe we'll just do an exclusive demons list. Oh god, you give me demons. I got because I had to eliminate a right couple here. because I they were demons. So yeah. So yeah, right. I'm gonna go Clayface. Cool. Interesting. All right, my number four is a character that we have already discussed on this podcast, and we've already discussed it in Spooktober. So I'm going from the Corpse Bride, Mister Bone Jangles, who I love. And... Hold on, that's a monster. He's, he's a skeleton man. Yeah, skeletons walking around. Those are monsters. Uh, Traditional monster skeleton, and this one is a jazzy singing skeleton who's awesome. Danny Elfman. Yeah, he's amazing. Mr. Bone Jangles, that's my answer there. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I don't ever put mine in order. I wait until I have to say them. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll do this one. So, my number four mm-hmm. is going to come from the fun little world of Digimon. Oh. And he's, he's, it's going to be Devimon. Who is like? <laughs> wait, say that again? Devimon. Debbie? Like Debbie. little Debbie snack Debbie. cakes? Devi, like devil. He's oh. a devil Digimon. Oh, you're skirting it close there to the demon line. Well, yeah, but he's a, di- <laughs> he's a digital monster, so right. I can totally get away with it. See, yeah. I expected a Pokemon, not a Digimon, so are we also going to get a Pokemon on no, your list? No, Okay. I'm not going to get any Pokemon. But um, De- uh, Devimon, yeah, he's like the first bad guy Are you pulling up a meet. picture? Wait, man. what? That's not what I expected a Digimon to look like. Well, yeah, because he's a devil. Wow. He's the first. He's the first villain, and they kind of kill him, but he comes back again. He, well, he's, all he's, the best villains do. Exactly. All the good villains come back. Yeah. So yeah, that's what he does. He comes back again. Okay. And he's he's just mean. He's evil. He kills poor <laughs> Angemon. Oh no. And, yeah. And Is that can, an angel monster? Yeah, it's an oh. angel Digimon. Um. Yeah, and then TK loses his partner, but it turns into an egg, so it's totally fine. And the well, egg hatches yeah. again. Yeah. Spoilers for Digimon that came out in, like, 1999. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, Devimon. Okay. Excellent uh, pick. But there is a there is a smaller version of Devimon. It's not little Devimon, it's Dimmy. So there's <laughs> Dimmy Devimon, but he kind of sucks. Oh, that's great. Okay, my number three is from the incredible Ardman Animation Studios. No. From a little movie called Curse of the Were-Rabbit, winner of Best Animated Feature Film. And it is the Were-Rabbit himself, also known as Hutch. And you haven't seen that movie, right? No, I maybe once. No, I don't think you have. Anyway, it's incredible. It totally deserved to win the award that year. It beat Corpse Bride. And I thought Corpse Bride was great, but Curse of the Were-Rabbit is one of the most delightful... Like in an Emmy or a BAFTA? um, Oscar. Same thing. Yeah. And it is one of the most delightful stop-motion animated movies ever created, and I adore it completely. So, the Were-Rabbit. Nicely done. Yeah. My number three, again, super hard. I had to go something we also watched recently in Spooktober. Mm-hmm. I went Mavis. Yes, I knew you were going to bring Mavis. Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> One, she's adorable as yeah, a little she's girl. she's so cute. Then she's adorable as a little bat with mm-hmm. 
bright eyes. Like, and I don't remember if we talked about it, but when she's a bat and she's learning to fly and she uh-huh. has that cute little red helmet on and she yeah. like bashes her head and is like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was, it's so cute. Yeah, she's the ridiculous. best. She's awesome. Did you watch the second one yet? Not yet. I'm Dude. going to this weekend, I hope. But yeah, and then she turns into a cute little 118-year-old teenage vampire, and she finds love. And yeah. Yeah. She's an adorable little monster. Adorkable. Adorkable, Adorkable. little monster. I like that. Good pick. Good hey. pick. All right. My number two. We're blowing through these. We are. We're just We usually cruising. talk 20 minutes. I did my talk 20 minutes about my, one of mine. Yeah, pretty much. Well, mine is from a movie we're going to watch in a couple weeks. Uh, for our final Spooktober episode. It's from Nightmare Before Christmas, and it's the villain of the piece, Oogie Boogie. I absolutely love Oogie Boogie as a monster, as Tim Burton's cool take on the Boogeyman, because not unlike Mr. Bonejangles, he is also a little jazzy, bluesy, um, show-tuny kind of guy. I like him. He's voiced by Ken Page of Broadway fame, and uh, he's pretty spectacular. I love him. Uh, I know. I know you're thinking that you know he's not feeling good right now, but no, it was just your pain. No, no, I was making you puke. Yes, I I get it, Josh. I know your reactions now. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now I get no respect for my number two. Easy there, Jabberjaw, which you still don't know who that is. Mm Mm-mm. My number two, I was able to go to the world of anime, which uh, I guess Digimon kind of counts. I was going to say, yeah, but Digimon is. I went, I actually got like good, I almost said good anime, Digimon's fantastic. I got some good anime from, they're kind of recent. Okay. I went with Annie, the female Titan from Attack on Titan. Interesting. And just so because. So what is Annie? She's a Titan, bro. It's okay. a big, huge, that's a person oh! compared to her. Yeah. She's, she's a big girl. She's super B.A. Wow. So uh, She also kills, like, more of the humans than, like, any other Titan. So in, are like, the Titans history. in this show um, like the Titans of Greek mythology? They're basically the same concept? Pretty much. Okay. Like, there's her, she's... Uh, basically got one of them on like this rope and is like his twirling Whoa. around as she's basically breaking his back wow she also kills she uh, looks like her skin's been peeled off and we're looking at muscle and like that's, and, that's um, like all of the, tendons it's like all the titans oh it's gross yeah um she's an actual person too so that's what she is, is like she regular human. size when she's yeah, a person she's regular person size so then she turns into a titan and grows uh-huh and she goes super big and like in so Weird. far it's like the only like female looking titan mm-hmm. but yeah when she goes she goes on the warpath and she kills lots of people like wow. she kills uh levi's squad you know who that is but she kills levi's squad and like you we slowly start over the course of the series to like somebody it's kind of like game of thrones and the walking dead don't like anybody on that show because they will inevitably die so like you start to like i, I don't like anybody on those shows because i don't watch them well that's great um anyway See, when I interrupt, it's funny. When you interrupt, it's just no one cares. Oh, ow. Josh Kane is sick and he gets mean. <laughs> I can't laugh. 
I deserve that. <clears throat> but yeah, and, and, <laughs> go ahead, number one. Nice teenage voice squeak, bro. It's puberty. <laughs> All right, so I am now down to my number one. I do have one honorable mention, and it is from a Pixar movie called Monsters University. And it is a small character in the movie that I wish there was much, much, much more of. And if there was, this person or this monster would have been on my list. And I'm still hopeful that he'll appear in another movie or even maybe a short, because I think there could be many shorts based just on this character. Anyway, it's the character Art, the little purple guy who is basically one long like U-shaped, like it's basically two legs that meet in the middle with a head and he's got two little arms sticking out and he's hilarious and he's like this kind of hippie, dippy, artsy college kid who, he, I mean, to me, he's the funniest part of that movie and I want more of him every time I watch it. He's amazing. So that's my honorable mention. Do you have any honorable mentions? Did you yeah, get we'll go to mine. What? We'll go to mine. We'll go to yours. Sick Josh does not have time for your games, Gavin. Go ahead, do your number one. Oh, I thought we were going to do I'll talk about our... my honorable mention. Okay, all right. Time. Well, my number one is from Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. It's Mike Wazowski. Nope. Oh, it's Sully? Yeah, no. James P. Sullivan is my favorite monster. Now, I think Mike is better in Monsters University. I feel like that's kind of his movie. But I feel like Monsters, Inc. is much more Sully's movie. And I love him, and I've loved him since the moment I laid eyes on Monsters, Inc. His cool purple and blue fur, which they just kill it with that fur. You just want to give him a big hug. He's just such a huggable, awesome guy. And you say so. I love the concept of that movie. I think it's genius and brilliant. And... Yeah, he's my all-time favorite monster. Shocker, I know, but whatever, I'm right. Go. I mean, whatever. I mean, it's that's a. I mean, that 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 is a movie. It's that an is, amazing that is a movie. In a Josh Kane, love Pixar. Um, my honorable mentions. I went with uh, the rest of the Digimans and the Pokemans. <laughs> so what is that like? Eight thousand more monsters? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Um, I also went with uh, Ludo from Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Oh, yeah, I don't know I who was, that is yeah, yet. Yeah, it's Alan Tudyk. Um, oh, of course. Half that show is voiced by Alan Tudyk. Of course. He can um, voice me if he wants to. It's He's like in Gravity amazing. Falls where Alex Hirsch like voices 90 of the voices. Yeah. like Kind of like what Seth MacFarlane does. I guess that makes it cheaper to... Probably. So that way it's like, oh, yeah. man, I need somebody to voice Doesn't this Hank Azaria do like 12 of the Simpsons Pretty characters? Much. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, but my number one, I went with a little show called Gravity Falls. This was the only demon you let me put in this show. And I is he with... defined as a demon? Yeah, he's a dream demon. Okay. Uh, he's basically Freddy Krueger. Kind of. Um, I went with Bill Cipher. Yeah. Voiced. Fun fact, voiced by creator Alex Hirsch. <laughs> Shocker. 
Yeah, but he's an evil little demon. You you watched like the yeah, little bit. Yeah, like, I watched a little bit of it. Like here's a head. Like uh, you deserve a prize. Here's a head <laughs> that doesn't stop screaming. <laughs> yeah, that was a cool little scene. Yeah, and then he's... that head screams and screams and screams, and then it kind of peels apart in layers, and you see its skull and its brain and everything. Yeah, there's this one part where he's like, "Here's some deer teeth," and he like, "There's like what? a deer," and he like rips all of the teeth out of the deer, and, like gives it to somebody. That's crazy. Yeah, it's where he also brings it's a, a kids show. Yeah, dude, it's it's Disney XD. They don't care. Um, <laughs> look at Star. They just don't care. They're just like whatever, do whatever you want. But yeah, he brings a, brings upon the world. Or at least Gravity Falls, Oregon. Weird Mageddon. <laughs> weird Mageddon. Weird Mageddon. And it's not Armageddon. As if that show weird. could get any weirder. Yeah. Nice. He has some cool demon pals. Yeah, it's super cool. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good pick. Yeah. He's, pretty good pick. He's pretty dope. Nice. Yeah, when I, whenever, you know, when I asked, I was like, hey, will you let me do Inuyasha or Bill Cipher? Like, they're both demons. Right. Mm. When you said Bill Cyber, I was like, there's my number one right there. my number one. <laughs> nice. I figured that would end up as number one since you're such a Gravity Falls guy. Nah. Yeah. Wait for our wonderful Halloween costumes. Woo. I'm excited for those. Those are going to be awesome. Yes. It's going to be great. I still don't have mine yet. I don't know what I'm going to do. Dude, I told you, man, you can totally be, um, be Grunkle Stan. It'll I don't fit, want with, to be it'll Uncle fit Stan. with two other costumes that are happening. Yeah, I know, but you guys are going to be your own thing. I don't want to steal your thunder, because if I go with Grunkle Stan, I'm going to be the star of the party. Grunkle Stan's not the star of any party. Um, you haven't seen my Grunkle Stan. Mabel was the star of every party. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. You can be... Uh, or Waddles. Just be Waddles. <laughs> just look like a pig. Be Waddles. Yeah, yeah I could totally go with Waddles. That'd be great. That'd be ridiculous. I'm probably not going to go as a cartoon character. I'm just putting that out there. C'est quoi? I don't know what that word means. But, uh, yeah. Anyway. All right. Thanks for That's time it. To, See ya. Time, Bye. Time to hit the old dusty trail. Yeah, or the bed. You sound tired. Oh, I'm tired. I did take, uh, it was like 8 o'clock. I took uh, some... Sleepy time stuff. <laughs> Some Nyquil. Eleven forty-eight. So, sick Josh. I will. I want to apologize right now. Sick Josh is not happy. Josh. <laughs> so he was really short with you earlier, and he kind of Aww. apologizes for that. Oh, thanks, kinda. Yeah, but well, wait till next week. That Josh <laughs> probably won't care anymore. Yeah, he'll come back with a vengeance. Yes. All right. Just like Darkwing Duck. Well, I think that about wraps it up for this week. Where uh, where can the peeps find you, Josh Kane? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Josh L. Kane, and you can also find me at your local hospital, room 614. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that bad. He'll be fine tomorrow. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Gavin Audison Art. Thanks for joining us, guys. Yep, and also want to give a special little goodbye shout-out to all of our awesome listeners that's you guys we're apparently in five different countries now yeah where we have that's crazy cool listeners so shout out to canada Woo! you guys are great um argentina Woo! really guys, argentina. Yeah, argentina's pretty cool great uh germany Woo! so we got some awesome people in germany um some wonderful people in the uh british isles Woo! Little, uh, 
little cool people there. And to all of our Yanks, thank you. Be sure and vote, I guess. Or <laughs> not. I mean, they're not giving us a great choice this year. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but no, every vote counts. So, I mean, yeah. you could just write somebody in. Yeah, write in Frank Underwood. That would be pretty cool. Write in your favorite animated monster. Actually, yes, everybody do that. Instead of actually <laughs> voting this year, James vote, P. Sullivan for vote president. Vote for your favorite monster. Yes. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's let's end on changing the political landscape of America. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Animation Station podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Animate Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes and join the conversation at SecretSuperheroClub.com, where you can connect with our podcast friends, Cloud City Cast, Getting Into Comics, and Sean of the Gathering. 